Skjegel! Skjegel! Skalmel! Skillikelovnir! Skjegel! Skalmel! Skillikelovnir! Skjegel! And welcome to episode seven, everybody. Of I really appreciate the warning you've put on these. It's a good thing I haven't said the seventeen things I was about to. It's it's I was totally prepared for that one. This week we are (laughs) dipping our toes into the mythology of the Northmen, and we're going to start with the big one, Thor. Uh, Oh, Thor, not not Thoden. I was thinking Thoki. Thoki. Is that their is that their shipping name? Yeah, it's Thoki. also what happens when you get stung by a bee in the tongue and mm. everything. Yeah. Everything is sore. Mm. Mm. Right, right. Oh, yeah, that's a better joke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thanks for joining us again. I am Luke Hunsaker, and today I'm joined with Nathan Cunningham and Melina Chavez. And yes, Thor. We're Thor. joined by Thor. Yes, you didn't. You don't see him. No. Drink more, and you will. Um, I was going to say hello. Are you on there? <laughs> I ran out of little quirk. Never hurt anybody. So, so let's Thor. let's start with Thor. Melina, take Thor. it away. Oh my gosh, Thor's name is linked to the word thunder. If anyone didn't know, but I'm pretty sure that one's pretty. Everyone knew that one. It also gives the rise to the day of the week, Thursday or Thursday. Oh. I I do think it's really interesting how a lot of our common week names are based around Norse and Germanic. You, you like that our, our days of the week are North and Germanic, but our months are Roman. Yep. <laughs> and because... our numbers are Arabic. Right. A little bit of everything. Let's stir <laughs> oh, that pot. It really, oh, that's a whole different topic that I could speak on for hours. <laughs> like um, just so, language. Side note, the Arabic thing, I saw a, uh, a, it was one of the Twitter posts that said, hey, everyone, do you think that we should... Uh, I hear we they're should, teaching uh, Arabic numerals in yeah, school. Yeah, and people freaked out. Oh yeah, oh, no, I saw that. And I was like, guys, you know, that's like that's the that's that's, that's the numbers. Literally numbers. Yeah. That's, that's the numbers. You guys want to put V, I X I I I I V, or do you want to write? <laughs> to be fair, I kind of do. I know you do, but we're not the normal people. Oh, that would take so long. We're not. It would. I don't have the patience for that. Well, you would if you're used to it. Mm, I guess. Yeah. Mm. If you don't know any better. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. Fair but, um, point. A, to- a point very off topic. Yes. But Thor. But, but Thor. A warrior um, god. Yes. Son of the ruler of gods. He was the one of, and only Odin. He was of the Aesir. We have in the Aesir. Norse mythology, we have the Aesir and the Vanir. And that's an interesting split. Mm-hmm. It, what is that split? Tell us. We don't know a whole lot about Norse mythology because early Christians were very good at stamping out pagan religions. Especially no. if they didn't. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't I'm sh- happen. I'm never. sure this comes as a shock to everyone. Oh my gosh, I never knew. Well, yeah, they'd come in, and especially since they didn't have a written language, mm-hmm. everything was passed down orally as people became super converted or, you know, by the point of the sword converted, whatever mm. the case may be. They come in and things just become forgotten. And it wasn't until, what was it, the 1300s or so that. 
people actually started collecting the old histories and piecing them together. It was the a lot of the Icelandic sagas right, the and Snorri. Snorri, that's it, Snorri. Snorri Sorrels? Snorri Sorrelson. Yes, that's it. Right, Snorri But he went through and he collected a lot of the history and had to do it in a way that both worked with Christianity at the time, but also portrayed as much of that religion that he could find. So we've lost a lot of things. There are references to people and places and names that you get like a one-off on, but we don't know what that actually means. We lose the context. Mm -hmm. So the Aesir and the Vanir were, depending on how you want to read it, two different families or two different pantheons, who I've, fought and then... I always related it to, say, like, the Titans and the Olympians in Yeah, that's the best Greek. way to do it. Yeah, that works just as well as just any a, other. It's just a, a split that they're both gods. Right. Just on a different but spectrum. But they're different. Right. Like, I you mean, get a lot of the, uh, if I'm remembering, the Vanir is a lot of, like, the nature. Yeah, they're the pastoral, the, the people of hearth and home. Like Freya and... Exactly. Uh, uh, Freya and Frigg. Frigg. Yeah. A lot of, like, the home deities... Whereas the Aesir were all the warrior deities. Tyr and Thor. Tyr and, and Thor and Odin. And there's, there's a lot of mix between the two, just because we don't know. So, well, I mean, who could ever know for sure, but close as we can get. Right. With the information we currently have, you've got the Aesir, who are the warriors, and the Vanir, who are the gods of hearth and home. Mm-hmm. And they usually worked pretty well together. There was a treaty, they'd trade families back and forth, and they got along pretty well. Compare it to, like, say, the Danes and the Norwegians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're all Scandinavians, but just on different sides of the coast. What's our next Thor bullet point factoid? Our Thor bullet point factoid. Thor fact. Many things. He is well known for being linked to thunder, lightning, storms, and strength, but also known for the protector of mankind and partly reasonable uh responsible for healing fertility and law and order this uh so this makes more this makes me think of uh even there's uh i think it was a either norwegian admiral or um he uh, he said that when he is on land he prays to his lord and savior jesus christ but when he's out to sea he prays to thor which makes sense and this is yeah, like in like the middle of like Christianity's heyday in Scandinavia. Still, they're like, they're like, yeah, but okay. Yeah, got, I pray to Jesus. Him. You got my back over there, but this is kind of his, his thing. So I'm gonna, I'm just totally gonna give go. him a shout out real quick. Make sure my boat doesn't sink. Yeah, I would. Totally um, would. So he married the goddess Sif. So, Sif is an interesting. Please I love Lady Sif. Sif is fantastic. Because, you know, a lot of what people know right now is based on the comics Mm -hmm. of Thor and Sif. But in the uh, Eddas, they were very strongly married. Mm. Thor loved no one as much as Sif. And she was known for her long, flowing golden hair. And anytime you have anyone known for anything that could possibly remove. And someone named Loki is in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's an opportunity for some kind of mischief. Uh, long story short, short, Loki stole her hair and Thor got mad. It turned her hair black, like raven black. Right. The second that he cut it. 
And so it wouldn't grow back, and she eventually got it replaced by actual golden hair made by the dwarves. And when we do a different episode, we can go into more detail on that story. And uh, speaking of the way that the comic books portray a Norse deity... Thor, which I did not know this until today, is often described as having fierce eyes and red hair. Super ginger. Super ginger. Super ginger. Seriously. <laughs> which makes think. sense because the blonde and red hair were more common. Now, I'm not saying that they're... Blonde was probably the majority, but it was probably about a 50-50 split between brown hair and red hair up there. Mm-hmm. And red hair is very... You know, Which, yeah, you see it definitely it. does make sense. I just and... never realized. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Fiery yeah. redhead, mm-hmm. fiery, steamy temper. I mean, that's just him. That was mm-hmm. That's who he was as a person. Right. He loved fighting. He used mm-hmm. his war hammer. Anybody want to pronounce it? Mjolnir. There we go. Thank Mew-mew. you. Mew-mew. Mew-mew. A magical, a magical bet, belt that made him twice as strong and iron gauntlets. Yeah. So yeah. fantastic on him. I think the belt and the gauntlets are things a lot of people forget. I mean, hammer's very flashy, even if the handle is a little bit short. (laughs) (laughs) But the belt has a lot to do with his strength, and the gauntlets also augment his strength, and there's a whole bunch that goes along with Thor. And the the hammer, again, in um, just daily Norse life was very... It it was useful, because they were boat builders. Mm -hmm. They had multiple different kinds of hammers for different jobs. And that was like a thing that they had all the time around them. So of course Thor would have that. And his hammer would be the best hammer. Mostly. He'd be able to do all the things. Side note, uh, speaking of Mjolnir, uh, they actually actually got Mjolnir from Loki after he cut off Sif's tresses. Uh, In order to get the actual golden hair replaced, they tasked Loki with, you know, finding more treasures. And so Loki went with the dwarfs and decided to have a competition between uh, two groups. And they each were supposed to make three treasures. One of which had to be golden tresses for Lady Sif. And one of which became Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. The, my favorite part about that is um, when Loki did not want to lose. No, there was a stiff penalty for Loki losing. Beheading, I believe it was? He had, yes, the dwarves would have <laughs> access to his head. Um, so when the dwarves were, say, they had to stoke the fire very specifically, it had to be at this exact time and it had to be, everything had to be perfect for this to work. Loki seeing that he may be losing his head, turns into a fly and starts buzzing around the dwarf's nose and around his ears to try and get him to break the rhythm. Of the thing, and I'm I love that. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, and favorite that's why stories. the handle on Mjolnir is a little bit short, because he starts biting, and in the middle of one of the strokes, the dwarf just goes, Whap! and tries to smack the fly, which is enough to ruin the forging process and make the hammer a little bit shorter. Yeah, and we'll go into more detail on that on a later date. Yes. Oh yes, I definitely want to. Oh, it's so good. Now this uh, was. Oh, go for it. If you want to get ahead of that, I really, really recommend Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology. Oh my gosh, I love Neil Gaiman. Yes. I, I, you I mean, can borrow it. I have it. I have oh, two fantastic. copies and the audiobook. Like, the audiobook. The audiobook is fantastic. It's read by Neil himself. Oh, I need it. Yes. I, it's in Neil's classic prose. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the stories we really love. And everything just suits so well together. And mm-hmm. his rendition of this story is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Look it up. We are not endorsed by Neil Gaiman in any way, shape, unless or form. He unless you'd like to. to. We're definitely <laughs> open to the idea. <laughs> <clears throat> Please. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Next. My favorite part, actually. Um, feasting and drinking. One of his favorite pastimes. Like, that was, he loved to eat and drink. Mm. I mean, who doesn't, really? Honestly, anybody here? Yeah. No? Lepers? Uh, I mean, is that a thing now? <laughs> we look that one up. <laughs> That'll be our next episode. <laughs> Lepers of Leprosy North. and Vikings. That <laughs> um, sounds like a, like a uh, something that you'd write for your doctoral thesis. That's our post-rock band. Mm. <laughs> post-rock band. So we have a few coming up now. So many, adv- he was an adventurous guy. Had very many adventures. Went on great... Um, his greatest enemy, though, were the giants. Frost giants, yes. Giants. Mm-hmm. And he overcame the mighty serpent. Your mind, Gibder. Yeah, let's say the that world one again. serpent. One more time, say it again. Jormungandr? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Big old snake. If you want to boil it down to its essence, yes, it was a big old snake. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he was a... a Child of, the, of Loki? Of the, I thought he was no. of the Vanir. Jormungandr? Was yeah. he? Let me check Wikipedia. I could be wrong. What did he I do? could be very wrong. I'm fairly Why certain. did we need to defeat him? <laughs> I need to know these things. Because he was there. That uh, is fair. Welcome to the mindset of Thor. You're it's there. there. I, I don't must want fight it. There. it. <laughs> um, evidently, there's an anime also by the same title, what? and that's not really helping <laughs> clarify this. <laughs> oh, okay, keep looking that one. We'll continue here. Mm-hmm. As a ah, I was correct. He's one of the three children of Loki. Mm. Oh, the okay. other being uh, Hel and Fenrir. Yeah. He, right. he has a snake child, a wolf child, and... A half-corpse child. Yeah. Corpse Loki's child. strange. <laughs> Loki's a Fair unique individual who dances by the beat of someone else's drum that he <laughs> probably stole. <laughs> That's fair. And that will be the subject of another episode. Mm-hmm. That's definitely Oh, the Loki fair. episode. That's going to be... We'll probably have a series. Yeah. And do you want to guess what his chariot was pulled with? The goats. Oh, the goats. Tooth Nasher and... Tooth um, Grinder. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. They the giant goats. The giant Tangy Austin Kangaroo Steer. Yep, there it is. And they're Which, phenomenal. Yeah. I want giant goats. To steer your chariot? Yes. I would. I would make them... Chariot no, made I really work. want the cats like, what's her name, Fred? Freya? Freya? Yeah, Freya had the cats. I thought that was pretty Yeah, neat. but giant goats. But giant cats. I mean, goats I have belly weird. rubs on just giant cats. How yeah, but, would, but what if they also getting just... getting anywhere. Yeah, what if they just fucked off? <laughs> They're just like, I'm not going to take you anywhere today. If I tried I'm to hook my cats up to a chariot, thing. they'd just roll over on their side. <laughs> have you heard the... Hurt... Then I guess I wouldn't be doing much that day. <laughs> heard the term hurting cats before? <laughs> i heard the term... <laughs> I've lived the term. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, where do we end off? <clears throat> chariot pulled by two massive goats. The massive goats, yes. But yeah. next, uh, so coming back to the hammer, though, it has been an amulet and a pendant that very many Vikings wore. Bam! Oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> if this was actually a video, <laughs> you could see that Luke from beneath his shirt has pulled out Thor's hammer. Da-da-da. Beautiful. And put it away again. Mm-hmm. So I don't get uh, um, burned by some Christians. 
Because oh, yeah. wearing this would show that the follower was of the Norse pagan faith and rejected the comings of Christianity. <gasps> Luke. Dun, dun, dun. Rejected, I say. You're rejecting Christianity. You scoundrel. <laughs> Papa Charlemagne would not be happy with me. Okay, no. this is something I do want to have like a whole nother episode. Well, maybe not a whole episode, but... The goats? No, the names. According to Norse mythology source, Thor had 14 different names. Do we know any of the other ones? I really should have put that down in the notes. Can we find Luke. some of these? I know. I just want to make sure everyone names. knows Luke was in charge of doing the notes for this episode and he failed everyone. List of the names of Thor. Ah. All right. I found okay. them. Azabrog. Azathor. Bjorn. Donar. Indiri. Donner. Enalnig. Blitzen. Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hardhogner. Thunderer. Hadvir. Tor. Horlirdi. Tor, but with mm. a different letter. Huh. Okudor. Mine is a shorter list. <laughs> I got Rim, Songir, Virthorm, Veod, Vir, and Vingthor. Do you have Atli, Bjorn? Yeah, I do. Did I we said, say those? I said those. Azabrager? Yes. You're on Wikipedia? Yes. I'll put this list away. <laughs> <laughs> I found them. I was too um, busy reading my own names. <laughs> I don't need to listen to yours. <laughs> many, many names of the Thor. A man of many hats. We could many read names. the names up until next Thursday. Oh. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> I have reached my peak. You will never hear from me again. <laughs> um... Yeah, we already talked about the the goats. We did talk about his goats. We talked a little but, bit about the goats, but there's so much more we could talk about with the goats. Tell me more about the goats. I always want to hear more about giant goats. Because they're wonderful. Not only that, not only did they have neat names and pull the chariot, but they were useful in other ways. You could eat them, and as long as the bones were unbroken, they'd regenerate overnight after being killed and eaten. They're wolverine goats. Oh. Unkillable wolverine goats. That's one way of looking at it, yes. <laughs> I love the sigh before that. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm done talking about goats. You've ruined my mood. Uh, so Thor did have two servants, a brother and a sister named... Thialfi and Roskva. There yeah. you go. I was going to try. Thank you, Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology audiobook. <laughs> I'm telling you, I gotta get that one. You do! I it's really so do. fantastic. And I normally don't like audiobooks. Yeah. It's so, so good. Thor, Thor's hammer had special, ha uh, special powers. What were they? A variety of things. Please tell one, me. One, he could throw it. And Thor, being Thor, had a penchant for throwing things. The problem is, he wouldn't always hit the things he was throwing at. And being a very strong man, they had a tendency to go sailing over the horizon. Makes it very difficult to hit. To throw things if they've sailed on the, over the horizon. <laughs> so Mjolnir would come back. Very convenient. Very wonderful. It's also usually unbreakable. Uh, augments his strength. But the big point is he could hawk it at things and it would, <laughs> it would come, come back. back. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had that power too, though. Um, Fair. Especially when you throw your phone. Do you yes, often throw your phone? I don't I throw I my mean, phone. Soft yeah. surfaces. I think it's just you. I paid too much for my phone. It's um, got a cover. It's fine. So we talked. We Fair talked enough. a little bit already about Thor having an insatiable appetite, and um, 
that uh, he was also, besides being associated with lightning and thunder, he was also God of fertility. Um, God of what? Fertility. Ah. But this is interesting. Go for it. I'll okay. leave this one up to you. This is <laughs> right. pretty, yeah. All right. Uh, so the symbol of the swastika, uh, such as the one used in Nazi Germany, is associated with Thor. Uh, it is said to represent his hammer, and it was found on the swords and sword belts of warriors who, belie- who believed it placed them under Thor's protection. Yes. Um, also, Which there the- was a lot of... A lot and of their symbols. If were you look taken. at it, it looks like a hammer being thrown, or a lightning bolt going towards yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. scraggly everywhere. I mean, the swastika is an interesting rabbit hole to go down because to. it's it not really just is. north. You've got Buddhist and and Hindu mythology that all use that same symbol. Right, um, and it's a really simple symbol to use because it's lines mm-hmm. in a little pattern, mm-hmm. kind of like a spiral. And spirals yeah. are neat. Yeah. Happened to be used in the worst way possible, and then that's what tainted it. Right, and so in recent history, you have that as a symbol, and I'm sure in another couple hundred years or so, that will wear off. Like, people think of Hitler as the worst person ever. Until the next worst person ever comes along. Right, or it's been Mm. so long that the edge has worn off. Like Genghis Khan, who killed more people. Mm -hmm. I mean, he killed everyone that was at his funeral, so that his burial place... Well, it was said that everyone that attended... I mean, attended... he had them killed, but I think if it's at his funeral, he didn't have Well, no, yes, he did not. <laughs> he was like, a little he under the weather. I was arguing killed. semantics earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I thrive on semantics as long as no one else is using them. Oh, okay. Then they're just semantics. Uh, so there's uh, many places around the globe that are named after Thor. Such as? Such as? We see Mount Thors in Canada, Alaska, and Antarctica. There's a Thor Fjord in Greenland. Beautiful. There's even a volcano on Jupiter's moon, Io, named after him. Amazing. What do they call it? Thor. Thor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this could be because it was sometimes uh, equated to the Roman god of Jupiter. And how does he relate to the Greek gods? Ooh, Zeus. Jupiter and Zeus yes. were the same thing. Yes. And they're so, all gods of thunder and lightning. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's neat to link. That's a topic I could also talk yes. about for hours. You can get some Tear Aries uh, going on, too. Oh, or um, Apollo and Christ, because mm-hmm. gracious me. <laughs> no, I, mean, I took an art history class in college, and we spent a couple days talking about early Christian symbolism and how the Romans would take... I mean, the Romans were actually really smart with local religions. They just quietly figure out where they fit with their current pantheon. Mm-hmm. And mesh them in. Mm-hmm. So early Christian iconog- iconography took Apollo, who was a god of light, who was a god of messengers, and assimilated that with Christ. So that's where you got the halo from, because that's what the Romans would the do sun. to show it's yep. someone important. They'd put a halo on them, and they just kind of rolled him in. And as the Christian church developed and grew, they kept that. Yep. Which is okay. a long tangent to go from yes. Thor being related to Jupiter. Yes. Um, no, so uh, I can see that though. That's fascinating. That's way fascinating. I like that's a this good story. Hole to go down. Mm. But yes, continue. I like this story. A Christian missionary cut down an oak tree sacred to Thor in the German town of Geismar in 723. This event is said to have been the beginning of the Christianization of the Germanic people. 
so Thor Christianized everybody? No. The lack of Thor. The lack of Thor <laughs> right. Christianized everybody. Um, they came in with such a point that, you know, the local t- uh, town had this tree that was sacred to Thor, and they just steamrolled in, cut it down, and said, guess what? You're Christian now. <laughs> but, I mean, it and didn't it really yeah. take. Like, I mean, <laughs> he remained uh, an important god in Norway after the, the revival of Christianity. So this is evident in the sticking form of the 12th century with the runic message that calls upon both Thor, Odin, and Odin for help. Mm-hmm. So this kind of so goes like, with that admiral who was like, yeah, right. Jesus, but, but yeah. also. <laughs> and it, you know, it's all part of the development of religion because mm-hmm. you can take a new religion and throw it in as Christianities want to do. Mm-hmm. But especially in the northern countries, it adapted Mm. But that's yeah. There's there's a whole thing that we could go on with the the ending of Ragnarok slash beginning of the Bible too. That'll be a different episode. But we should let's talk about King Olaf of Normandy, Norway of Norway of Norway. Yeah, Norway, not Normandy. Normandy's in France. That was last week. If you listen to our previous episode, we have a year for King Olaf. Uh, yes, probably. But he absorbed elements of Thor by growing a big red beard and wielding a hammer. Good old King Olaf. I wish I could go wear a um, beard. That'd be awesome. So yeah, and we we've talked about this before. Thor is the subject of many artworks in modern pop culture, such as the comics and the movies and stuff. And I love this one. Read <laughs> read perfect. read the last one for us. A chemical ema- element called thorium, discovered by a Swedish scientist in the 19th century, was named after the thunder god himself. So, so we have an element. So someone should make Mjolnir out of thorium. Oh my! I don't gosh. know that that would be a don't good idea. It's, it's a weekly radioactive metallic chemical element with a symbol th and I atomic mean, number you, of ninety. You say a bad idea. You will fill it in. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's moderately hard and malleable and has a high melting point. See, you could do go. it. There you go. And uh, even if you missed, you'd probably still cause some damage wherever it landed. Oh, you would cause plenty. <laughs> so you're technically y- correct. Yes, Thomas. <laughs> So are we doing the it is unstable, though. It's the... Yeah. Well, so was he. <laughs> Apparently, he just threw shit all over time, so... <laughs> well, it seems like it was stable. accurately named, then. then Thor was mildly radioactive was and fine. highly unstable. Thor was a table flipper. Um, all right, guys. Um, that is all we got time for this week. Um, we will go into more Norse mythology um, if... We wanted to have a four-hour episode, but later. Um, so, guys, uh, thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions. Or complaints. Corrections. Or corrections. Or corrections. <laughs> then you can uh, just let us know on a topic that you would like us to discuss. Um, Final word before we go. Is there anything particular, though, that you love about Thor? Your favorite thing? You know my favorite thing. I love your, favorite, he... your favorite thing is... Uh, I love that he had that just this... This appetite, he was just like, I love everything, but I gotta have my snacks. I love... Like, he lived for, <laughs> he lived for snacks. He did think about it. He I... was just like, I need a snack. Yeah. And that was his life. Like, Conveniently, come on. he has the goats. And he, yes, he did <laughs> have snack the goats. Snack on the goats. That was I... Put their bones in a sack, and by next morning, you have new goats. I like how Thor was very, he was very, like, jovial with his friends. And not with his enemies, but he would also drink and fight and have a good time and turn his enemies into his friends and also wear a dress. <laughs> That's right. He oh, did. Yes. I love I that am story. A woman. <laughs> Are you sure? 
Yes. yes. <laughs> but it worked. Did it not work? It worked. It's to yeah, a point. It worked. To a point. It, it worked enough. It got his hammer back. It yes. got his hammer back. So technically, <laughs> yeah. it worked. Why didn't he just call it back? Well, you know what? Other story. Anyhow, Because he, he didn't throw it. It was <laughs> stolen. Oh. It would come back if he threw it. Mm. Okay. Fact. Okay. Fact. That works out nicely. See, I'm more of a Loki person. Oh, okay. <laughs> rather than a Thor person. So my favorite part about is about Thor is Loki. <laughs> is him giving Loki such an opportunity for mischief. It works out so well. Yeah. Especially when Loki can do. put him in a dress and sell him off as a bride. And that is a story for another time. I really want to do in that. In the meantime, so it'd be great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Skull. 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 <laughs>